Welcome to Sacred Rebels Podcast, where we discuss life after trauma as we question societal norms and shatter stigmas. Are you a woman who longs for a sense of community and understanding? Well, stick around. There is a seat for you here. This is your host, Tay. And co-host, Amy. And we're just two best friend millennial moms and entrepreneurs navigating life and motherhood while on a spiritual healing journey. We don't do surface level, and we're definitely not your typical moms, so let's dig deep. We plan to cover it all and take you behind the scenes as we share our personal experiences, learn more about the holistic side of healing, and introduce all the incredible humans we've met along the way. Join us as we share the good, the bad, and the ugly side of healing. We hope to help you step into your power. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, y'all. Welcome back to another episode of Sacred Rebels. Tonight, we have Sire here, and we are so, so, so excited. Aim will introduce her after we do our big deep breath. One hand on the heart, one hand on the belly. Really expel all the air out, push it. And then big inhale through the nose, lift up, rise up. And then slowly exhale, let it go. I am so honored and excited to have Syra on. She is a list of many amazing things. She is a Grammy award winner. She is a songwriter. She is a rapper. She is a quantum healer. She is a powerhouse example (laughs) of a woman who is, you know, just living this path and has, you know, taken her struggles and turned it into light. And, um, She's also a dearest friend. She was in my wedding. She's the godmother of my daughter. She is a queen. And we had her pick a card. So we will. First of all, I just want to put you in a backpack and carry you around. And then also just like on bad days, like just pop you out with a little ball of sunshine. Remind me who I am because wow, what a journey it's been. Yeah. Uh, Which you always do, by the way. You always do. Thank God. Um, I was actually going to do bring my Nuna cup, but I had already my Hollywood one. Those are my two. Um, but the card I pulled is, which is so funny. I let go of all resistance to change. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, oh hi. <laughs> oh, that's so real. Yeah. So you're tuning in from Cali. California. California. Mm-hmm. Amazing. And how has life been out there? And speaking of the card, what type of resistance have you experienced and what has that looked like for you? <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> That's a heavy loaded question. Yeah. I'm like, wait, everybody um, ready? Buckle up. <laughs> I'm like, where could I possibly begin? Well, I came out of the womb. Um, but no, I let go of all resistance to change. You know, I think I, I've been thinking about that a lot, actually. And I I was thinking, you know, I think as we get older, I don't know about anyone else. I'll just speak for myself. But as I get older, I can really appreciate myself more and more in different ways and really validate my own experience, especially because a lot of times when we're trying to learn, we're getting rejected from the outside. And now I believe the reason that I've hit so much rejection is so that I could fully embrace myself on all levels. However, it has been a roller coaster of pain. (laughs) And the one thing that I've done so well is that I have let go of resistance to change. And I've done that in every way, shape and form. So I've lost 
careers or not lost. I've moved. Well, I've lost too, <laughs> but I've moved through careers, friendships, people, places, things, ideologies, ideas around myself and the world. And it continues to change. And I think that that's the exciting part of life. But in my 20s, I thought that it was the torture point of all existence. Mm. Oh, just, <laughs> you know, I, I I see that. I yeah, you know, I see you in that. <laughs> you did see me in that. You saw me in all of it. Oh, it was I was weird. right there with you, just like in different <laughs> parallels. You know, just really just figuring out those lessons. Oh, we all the lessons. Oh, there's been so many, but now I think it's beautiful because I actually don't. Because I think everything is God now. So when something, for example, if something falls through or, you know, even I found out I owed a lot of taxes, I was like, ooh, what a fun thing. I wonder why. You know? <laughs> Everyone's like, what do you mean why, bro? You owe taxes. You didn't pay them. I was like, well, everything's an adventure to learning, you know. Yeah. But it is actually because I found out that I also was owed a bunch of money from 2018 from this whole other income stream that I didn't remember. Amazing. So it always works itself out. Yeah, it really does. That's like a weird thing that I've like, you know, through these this past year that I've learned that like as long as we're living heart centered. Yep. And as much as the painful situations may seem or seem intolerable or whatever it is that it's always, I'm always being taken care of. It's always going to be taken care of. And it really is. And I think anything, that's why I'm saying any resistance I face now, I just go, Oh God, what are you up to daddy? What are we doing? Yeah. What are we learning here? Truly, truly. It's so true. So give us a little bit of Cyrus story, your little, how you made it into a little bit becoming a grammy winner like all of the things we want to know who are you what are you doing wow all the things Um, okay a little bit um (laughs) i don't you know i was just having this conversation earlier with my friend gabe um I don't know how to really sum up the experience that I've had on this planet, to be completely honest with you, (laughs) especially in a little bit. But I will say that uh, the reason (laughs) – the Grammy, um, at 17 years old, I was cooking crystal meth and doing things with the Mexican drug cartel. And one day I heard a voice in my head that I now call God, and it said, you're going to be a famous rapper. And I said, oh, my gosh, I'm schizophrenic. (laughs) <laughs> and so I called my mom and my grandmother. I said, yo, I'm schizophrenic. Uh, I actually lost it. <laughs> oh, for sure. Because I'm very logical, despite how woo-woo I may come across. I'm like very yeah. logic-based. Um, and so I started to follow this voice and it took me to a place in South Central. And I was homeless at the time. And this kid named Sonny Moore wrote me fan mail on MySpace and he was like, we should work together. And I was like, we kind of look alike. Maybe we should. And uh, anyway, that's how the Grammy was won actually in this apartment. So amazing. That's that part of the story. <laughs> <laughs> the song, because, uh, you know, I guess maybe we I would date ourselves, you know, because. Oh, it's, you Gabe, know. Gabe said, oh, I had that on my iPod. I said, that's exactly <laughs> That's exactly yep. when I was relevant. It was a banger when I was <laughs> yeah, in it was, school. Yeah, bangerang. So, yep. was, you know, Skrillex, all about the Lost Boys. Go yeah, ahead. some people might have worked out to it, you know. 
<laughs> we Taking definitely played it. Listen, we definitely played it at a couple house parties. That's for damn oh, sure. Wow. Oh, it was definitely. I'm, I'm so serious. And it was serious. in the new Deadpool movie. I know. Thank God. That was part of the tax money. <laughs> 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 You're like, yeah, use that song. It's a banger. Shout out to Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, thank you. So good. So good. I'm like, that's my friend. <laughs> I love you so much. Killing me. (laughs) You guys are killing me with your little earpieces. I know. We don't need that too much. Before we started, just so everyone knows, we will have a splitter for next time because Sarah just gave me the. Just pull it out of my ear. Oh, there we go. Y'all are adorable. <laughs> it's the Teen Navy oh, show. We like to, you yeah, know. I love we, this. We fuck it up. We just go with the flow over here. We don't plan anything. We no. don't have two microphones. <laughs> I know. I feel like one. I feel like I am. Than yeah, we are. I was going to say, I feel like the podcaster in the group. <laughs> and we're actually set up on yoga blocks right now. If you yeah, saw our wow. little setup, like it's, it's stacked yoga blocks to here. So I love this so much. And it all comes together and it works and it's about the message. So that's all it that is. matters, right? In our original setup, if you come to the studio and record, it's it's official. We've got like yeah. mics and headphones, <laughs> but this is a new experience for us. So I like this. This is intimate. Yeah, <laughs> I like this too. Actually, we definitely got to do more zooms. Yeah, this is good. You guys, well, now you're official. You got a splitter. You could be doing <laughs> big zooms. <laughs> okay, so Grammy, what's the next pivotal lesson? Right, we like stop smoking crystal meth with the with the cartel. <laughs> yeah, we, we get a Grammy. <laughs> I think the next lesson was about success. You know, I think um, I always talk to people. You know. Like I had a client come to me recently who's been making money and um, they were like, I don't feel good. And I said, I know that's the scariest part is when you get to where you think you want to be and you find out nothing is there. Um, Mm. And so I think that that was the next part of my life is figuring out that the emperor was naked and that I in turn had to find a place inside of myself where joy existed with or without things because I had attached myself to success. And so Mm -hmm. I was only as good as the money I was making or the impact I was making or the whatever that I was making. And, um, you know, I'm very grateful at the point I'm at in my life now because I have no attachments. Like when it says I let go of all resistance to change, that is actually what that means for me is that, you know, unraveling the idea and the illusion of success. Because when I won the Grammy, I had hit a point that only 1% of the, you know, music or the population hits and I didn't feel anything Um, and it scared me, you know. Mm. So then I had to start making life about, you know, what else there was, which was really about me and my self-esteem and my feelings about my days. So, yeah, that's beautiful. I think that's an important note to take away too. like fame and money just doesn't always bring this happiness that we think that it brings or that we have this like no. ideology in our head. In fact, it brings pain um, and it brings more of a hole. Yeah. It brings Biggie a lot more right. of a hole. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Shout out Biggie. He was Biggie. not wrong. More money, yeah. more problems. Absolutely. Because 
what happens too is that it's never enough, right? Because there's always someone better than you with more than you who's got more going on. And, you know, that's at least yeah. the artist mindset. But in general, money comes with a lot more problems. Um, not that I was bawling in any stretch, but just with the way that I had set up all of these illusions, I found I could never, you know, for me, I love to save people. So I don't even know why. I don't even know what I was really getting out of it at the end of the day. Um, like I look back and I'm like, baby girl, what is that addiction? That's even weirder. Like the need to be needed. It's, it was yeah. so heavy for me. And um, I'm so grateful for Amy because she helped me walk through the need to be needed, you know, um, that was the most painful thing was, you know, making my life about me became, you know, it was very challenging for me. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, it's like that destination happiness. Like, it's like, we're always like here, you're like, oh, I got this, but like, I'll be happy when, or like, when? oh, I got this, like, but I'll be happy when, like, no, it's like, we need to be happy right now with nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Like with just like naked, self. right. Yeah. And just like no attachments to anything. This has been my greatest lesson and in this past year, really just like walking away from everything and choosing myself and knowing that like, I my lessons are greater and like the love that I have inside of me needs to be for me and myself. And it's not destination happiness. It's how can I be happy inside me right now with nothing. And when you get caught in that, it's like that fucking void is empty and bottomless and it's never enough and there isn't enough people that are going to need you and there isn't enough clothes that are going to make you feel fucking good about yourself outside or bags or cars or houses or whatever the fuck you think it is that's gonna be the thing that Mm. fulfills you inside it's your own love yeah yeah and that's the funniest thing too because i just went through another kind of like I don't know. I'll call it a purge, right? I went through another purge in January. I had, I think now that I'm hitting a certain age in my life, I'm like, bro, every few years I let go of all resistance to change. Yes. <laughs> I, keep, I keep being reborn through the fire here. It doesn't really get um, easier for me in the ways that I would have hoped when I was younger, like I thought it would slow down and I'd finally be able to settle in something. Well, I don't think that that's my life, to be honest. But I was even, I think it's so funny because I walked away from a lot of things that I thought brought me a lot of joy and all this stuff. But I am so thrilled in my day now with absolutely really nothing um, to the point where I've manifested a lot of stuff over this summer that's going to be really big and beautiful and I'm very excited about it but I was even like wow I wonder what my life will feel like with all these big beautiful things in it like it's almost a bit overwhelming because I'm so happy just you know baking bread from yeast in my house alone <laughs> yes girl homesteading <laughs> oh yeah she's been nesting dolo like, <laughs> it feels good I love that so much. I totally see you in that too. Like that's where I'm at right now because I have this big thing that I'm launching that I've been working on like the past couple of months and it's launching this week and I like know it's going to like generate abundance. Like I see it. I feel it. I know it. Like everything that's happening. The signs are fucking signing. The signs are signing. The signs are signing. The signs are signing. signing. The numbers are talking and um 
I'm like, a, I'm like, I've really been content just being yes. like alone in my little apartment, like yes. not having anybody, like just fucking with my kids and my friends and my girlfriends, like really building those bonds. And I'm like, it's like that fear of success. Like, it's yes. Like, yeah. And I've never had it on my own. Yeah. Like yes. other than like personal success of like knowing who I am and what I offer and, you know, the things that I've gone through and grown through. But this like other element of success, like my studio is successful. Like it's already, I mean, we moved, I turned it from a, you know, I never had to make money. Like it was like a donation based hobby that I fucking had. You know what I mean? Cause (laughs) like, I didn't have to work. I didn't have to make, have it make money. And within two months it was making money. And now it's making enough money where I'm thinking about potentially moving to a bigger space. I love that. Yeah. And I'm like, wait, okay. I did that. Yes. Yes. Do it all. Yeah. And that's funny where you say like, you know, fear of success. Cause that's like so true for me. Like I never really had a fear of failure. Cause like I've, I've done it over and over and over and like picked myself back up. But I have like this unrealistic fear of success. Like what it'll look like, how I'll handle it, how I'll, how I'll, you know, what it'll do to my ego, like all of the things, right? Like just so much fear around it, how how it'll shape me as a mom. Like, will I be a different mom? Like I have this like unrealistic, it's a, it's a limiting belief. hundred percent. I have a fear of success. Well, I don't, I think it's a healthy, uh, not like a healthy fear, but I'm like, you know, I think when we watch people get things, we can see how you kind of can lose your base and your center, you know? Um, And in society, there's so many successful people that have absolutely lost the plot, their center, their core. (laughs) You're like, bro, are you good, dog? (laughs) Are you all right? (laughs) Are you okay? You know, so I think it's, it makes sense. But I think also the thing I'm excited about with the new, breath of life that'll come in i was even like filming videos like a few months ago where i was like oh this is me where i'm at right now and i'm really happy to be here i also know it's going to completely change and if you you know (laughs) yeah but i think the beautiful part now is especially with the times we're in it's like i know i'm not speaking for the group but we're not going to lose our core center because it's coming from a completely different place now like the need to be seen for me at least is completely gone (laughs) i don't need anyone to see me or validate me because it you know i had had this meditation i'd been in a 12-step you know group and been a world-renowned speaker and i did ted talks and all of this stuff and you know, I had walked away from all of it because I knew I had to heal. And for me, that was really important for me to heal because I'd grown up in 12 steps. So my whole family were, you know, they'd helped found NA on the East Coast and all these things. And so when I walked away from it all, it was such a journey of, um, oh, well, so sorry so I'm not allowed to kill anything but I have these little flies in here these little fruit flies and they're just suck because all I do is eat fruit all day I'm so sorry okay get out of my wait where was I um leaving an A yeah oh yeah so I left a 12-step group um and I was gonna say I tried to explain to people that I couldn't heal myself because uh, most of my childhood trauma, my sexual abuse, all of my abuse was actually at the hands of people in twelve step. And that's not to speak about twelve step as a whole. It's just to say that was my experience. So mm. when I left, I was actually healing myself from my own childhood and also the need to be something for so many people because that was my addiction was codependency and the yeah. need to 
be loved you know I realized now I was just trying to save my dead dad I'm like bro you died when you were 12 <laughs> sorry dark but you know you can't save him yeah. you know by yeah. going and doing all this and so I think the thing that I've just been so excited about is whatever happens from this point for oh that was the thing in meditation after I'd left I had this huge meditation and um and I heard this voice and it said, you know, you are here to help people, but you've been doing it backwards. You've been doing it from the outside in and you have to do it. The only way to do it is from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And so I do think in the new age we're in, success will only be granted to people moving forward who've healed from the inside out. Yeah. So I think, you know, the times are changing as well. Amen. Like, I love that. Yeah. So. That's, so, that's so good. That's so true. So I talk about all the time. Yeah. Everybody's running from themselves. And I say that I say the biggest lie. I've been saying it a ton in my breathwork classes that the biggest lie we tell ourselves is that nobody knows. Yeah. Right. Like oh, all yeah. these deep, dark secrets that we're just like holding and carrying around. And we're like, oh, what nobody knows. It's like, who the fuck told us yeah. that we were nobody? Yeah. Yes. Oh, gosh, that's so real. Yes. Like, where's that deep? Like, that's the thing. If you're walking around carrying these things and you're telling yourself that nobody knows your you biggest mm -hmm. healed yeah. wound that you need to is that you feel like you're nobody yeah a hundred percent that's brilliant and that's really the thing I think about living from the inside out is now whatever happens is only a reflection like even all the, the chaos that amy watched me walk through and it, it was it was insane honestly i thought i was in a movie like being oh targeted like it was it was that weird i think i'm not right it was pretty strange, strange. Like kidnapped in thailand like it just wouldn't end the chaos wouldn't stop and when we i met because you thought you were doing an event with dmx <laughs> I know. And that never happened. I went to that, that event and there was no DMX. <laughs> there was no DMX. Then they were like, can you actually drive DMX's baby's mom's car to New York? Because he's smoking crack. I was like, no. Why am I here? <laughs> and no. Why am I in New Hampshire? <laughs> no. Other than to make music videos. That was like... <laughs> Syrah actually yes. only visits New Hampshire in the winter. It's dead yep. ass cold. Also, it's well, no, one, one trip you made it. <laughs> I did one summer with a lake. It's... It was beautiful. Let me tell you about the winter in New Hampshire. Though. That's my favorite personally. <laughs> oh, God. I never got it. I'm like, why does this bitch only want to come out in the in winter? The winter. She, I, you still got that fit, though, the leopard, the white leopard fit. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never let it go. Shout out Andre Emery. He's such a beautiful designer. Uh, but yeah, I killed a snow leopard, basically. Not really, guys. Sorry. I would never. I can't kill a fruit fly, so we're good. <laughs> Crazy. Uh, but oh, yeah, man. I love New Hampshire. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was a wild ride. It was... But it it was chaos and what I couldn't understand. That's what you're saying. Like, nobody knows. It's like I know and I'm in this place and so until I'm ready to address my own chaos I'm going to keep getting hit with outside chaos you know for me what I feel about life is that it's low-key an escape room <laughs> mm. and what I mean by that is whatever I'm supposed to be learning will keep hitting me on the side of the head until I'm ready to address it. So I don't think like if I get in an Uber right now and someone says something to me, 
I listen to them as though they're God because I believe every single piece of this is trying to teach me something about me. And the reason I feel that way is because I used to fight the resistance to change. Like I had so much resistance to change. I didn't yeah. I didn't want it. So now when someone says something, I'm like, what's up, God? What did you say? All right, cool. You know, like I'm ready yeah. to tackle it all because I want to keep advancing inside of myself. Yeah, I love that. And that's it. Like, that's the evolution. The only thing that's like actually permanent is change. Yep. Like, yes. Like, it really is. The that's only it. thing that that's it. Like, even if you look back, it's like, even me, sometimes that I look back at these different pieces of my life, even like that time. And, you know, we talked about, you know, money losing us into the core. Like, I did that. Like, you witnessed that in me. Like, she witnessed that in me. Like, yeah you know what I mean? Like I lost my core values. Like I lost who I was in the search of the destination, happiness in the money, in the not knowing who was really there for me, who was there for me, just really just caught up in that and watching the shifts and the changes. And it's like, you either are going two ways. You're either learning the lessons to learn to love yourself. Cause like all the lessons always come back to love. It's mm-hmm. either loving yourself or loving somebody else, having compassion, having understanding. And then, you know, and you know, learning that about yourself and seeing it. And I fully believe that I had that lesson because the universe knew what it was doing. Yeah. All, everything aligned yes. in this community and what happened so that way you know in a few months when financial freedom is my thing abundance baby i'm just gonna be making it rain we're just gonna have no homeless children we're gonna have you know what i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna go down in history like you know keanu reeves and jk rowling for just like giving away millions of dollars i love that right i was i i i cook every sunday for homeless people i actually had a terrible sunday this past sunday and i cried because they were all missing and i was like bro where are y'all at like it's like my favorite thing is to just give especially with all the receiving that you know we get but and I also, think also that's a thing too. You give, you receive. It, that's yeah, energy. Yeah. The more you give, the more comes back. I truly believe that. Yeah, and it's just joy. Like yeah. I it's it's funny. I used to want to be seen or be something, and now I just want to be. I'm just like the you know, the guy down the block. Well, there's a bunch of guys. LA is going crazy. We got all sorts of people living down the block, but you know, I love hanging out with them on Sundays. I was super depressed they weren't there. You know, it's like yeah everybody is important i don't know that's just how i feel we are all one and we all breathe the same breath and we all come from the same thing as something else i've been you know we are made from the same thing that the moon that made the oceans that controls the tides and the trees make the air that we breathe and like i i put it on my instagram story there's poison ivy and then there's right next to it the cure for poison ivy that grows next to it it's this spell weed and it's like they're on purpose yep. the, yeah. the cure is there the like everything is yeah. with Always us and everybody is so caught up on thinking that it's outside of them it's somebody yes. else is going to fix them somebody else is going there's going to be this magic pill there's going to be this magic thing like no, we do need people to like show us the way and give us the light and like empower us to go inward. Yeah. But like, you actually don't even need that. You could just go inward. Yeah, yeah, you could. 
And we actually all will have to, uh, you know, these yeah, times. Yeah, I mean, are- everyone's going to hit a point where there's, like, no other option, right? Like, we, I think, like, we say it all the time, the, the collective, like, we are walking into, like, truly a, a collective consciousness. Like, people are waking up everywhere, and pe- people are having these conversations, and there's reels on my feed all the time of, like, just things being questioned and like new norms, like all of these things. Right. So I just know that one way or another, like it's people are going to break, they're going to hit their breaking point and they're going to have to go inward and they're going to have to heal or they're going to have to wake the fuck up and do some serious work to better the earth for all of us. They are. And it's funny, you know, in 2018, that was part of my experience. Um, you know the that little that little voice in my head. <laughs> Let me tell you about that voice. It said, you know, um, it said the world will, you know, change um, dramatically, and there will be a pandemic unleashed, and a lot of people will leave the planet, and it'll be a choice between love and fear. And you're here to help save the children. And I was like, wow, bro. But this time, I didn't think I'm schizophrenic. I thought, thank God, I needed. I needed something to stay here for. And, um, you know, but I also had this illusion, like when 2020 broke, I was like, wait, but we need to stop all this. Um, And then I understood if we're ending the game of karma, and not all of us are, by the way, I always say we're ending the game of karma, but only some will choose to end the game of karma and some will reincarnate again in a different way, shape and form. Um, That will be an interesting way to, choose but nonetheless we do get to choose um but in ending the game of karma everything that's come up is exactly what we have to look at so at first i was like we all need to get together and make this stop yeah <laughs> i was like you're adorable Seriously. bro that's so weird that's weird of you but <laughs> i really thought i could do well, that's that the that's the group not- thinking you know we're just like we're like <laughs> we're really in thought this in together. that like we're in this thinking together. of like yeah the group Bring yeah the group. i'm like I did. I tried to rally people in the music industry, like behind the scenes, because I'd been telling everyone since 2018 what was going to happen in like a light way. But I made people cry at pool parties. I was totally inappropriate. And if you're listening, I'm so sorry. I (laughs) had no boundaries and I didn't know how to do this at all. But now I'm like, okay. But the thing was, we none of this was supposed to be stopped, even the hard parts that we've looked at and the hard parts we will continue to look at. Because inside of all of us and all of our bloodlines, there's been racism, there's been homophobia, there's been an imbalance of masculine and feminine energy. So as much as there's these things being put on us or happening, they're actually things that are inside of all of us to look at and address. And Mm. even with, you know, the kind of victim mentality thing that we've kind of seen you know, sorry, I hate to say it, but there's been a lot of people needing yes. to be very, very special. But even that is something, you know, that needs to be addressed inside of each and every person um, in order for us all to merge into that oneness and that understanding of collective consciousness. And also everybody's going to be and has become already psychic through this time. That's going to only increase. So everything that's kind of inside of us banging around has to come up and out of us in order to hit those evolutionary points but it has been very very odd <laughs> it's been a trip uh, 
it's, it's a weird a story to I'm like yo we really voted on the wildest story of all time to bring this into you know fulfillment <laughs> I know yeah, I did. just found somebody that we're gonna start my book so oh, we can... oh I can't wait <laughs> oh I cannot I wait her, I to be, be a fucking with... New York Times bestseller it absolutely will <laughs> gosh <laughs> I'm excited the person was like you sure you want to do this I'm like yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. We're sure. <laughs> Not afraid. No, no. It's time. It's time yeah. to heal. To bring everything to the light and, and let it all heal. <laughs> deep, deep healing. Yeah. Yes, a hundred percent. So, so talk to us about quantum healing and mm. what you've oh. been doing with that. So I had been doing healings on people since 2018, but I, again, didn't have any boundaries. So I'm just walking around like, well, I've been told. <laughs> and actually I did it at Amy's. <laughs> I ended the up healing like 50, 50 people. Yeah, you people- came for 20, it was 2020. It was February of 2020. You came to the studio when we had the grand opening of Sacred Moon. You were here for the whole grand yep. opening. I was super pregnant. We had those pictures. You like, oh, it was so wonderful. <laughs> Again, winter, February, it was your favorite. You know me, I came out there for the 10 feet of snow. (laughs) And I I ended up doing, and I don't want to say healings, but I ended up helping people heal themselves, but I was doing a whole whole thing in in her back room. So I kept having, I had like tons of people, it was like 50 people just popping in the back room on the floor. (laughs) Yeah, there was no table, no nothing. You're like, I'm dead. Yeah, and I would just touch people because I could feel what was coming through me. I just, you know. So anyway, since then, um, I've learned a lot about uh, grounding. Mm. <laughs> and I know, you know, psychic medium, all of these things came at the same time. So it was actually very overwhelming to me to be me. I was like, the world is going to change as we know it. And also there's dead people. Ever. That was a lot to deal with. Um, but after that, I kind of wanted to figure out a way to put the power into other people's hands because that's the one thing from my past experience in the 12 step of saving the whole world and becoming, I imprison myself in perfection and needing to save, you know, illusionary save. But like in my head, I was like, I need to be here for all these people or they're going to die. And so with this new world, I thought, well, how can I empower people to heal themselves and how can I cut myself out of telling them what I'm receiving from spirit for them so they can hear directly from themselves so Mm. to alleviate all the in-between or anything that could become confusing or make me something that I don't want to be if that makes sense my codependency I've been figuring out ways for me to cut out my own chaos so quantum healing was actually the way in which to do that where So I studied under Dolores Cannon, um, but QHHT has been phenomenal because I will meet a person and know, let's not say what they should do, but you know, I'm like, wow. And I'm bossy and from New York and I'm Italian. So like, I don't want to do that again, but I'm like, girl, all you got to do is this, 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 and this. So, but with quantum hypnosis, what happens is someone comes in and I have them write out a list of questions and then I put them under and they'll either go into past life regression or the present life, depending on the level of trauma that they've experienced. And then after a while, I will take, I will ask if I can speak to their subconscious. And then I ask the questions that they brought in to their subconscious. So 
for example, Amy, I say, hey, Amy asked me about why she broke her leg in fourth grade. And the Amy in third person will say, well, Amy was going to run away from home and she couldn't do that. So therefore we had to break her leg or she broke her mm. leg, you know, um, because every single thing about what we're experiencing here has an answer. And, you know, for me, that's why I'm saying the more I've done quantum hypnosis, the more I know absolutely nothing happens by mistake. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and even like the books in my house are things that I was waiting on myself to wake up and realize a little bit later. Like, you know, it, it feels like an escape room of clues sometimes to be in yeah. my brain. I feel very much like a beautiful mind over here, but it is giving that, you know. I love that. So, so quantum hypnosis has been amazing. And then the best part is people heal themselves. So I say, can we do a body scan? And they'll say yes. And I'll, I'll say, well, you know, could you tell Amy what's inside of her as you're moving through? And so they'll say, well, Amy's held pain here. I say, why? And they'll explain. So you get to hear directly from yourself um, without me being involved at all. And you also get to heal yourself and have that power inside of yourself. So when you leave here, you can continue to do that work with yourself. I love that. Do so you record it? Complicated. Yeah. And I record it so they can hear it. Sometimes it's been so funny because people <laughs> have, do they like totally know, trip out? Like what the fuck is that? Well, some people totally have no recollection. They'll be like, Oh my gosh, it didn't work. I'm like, you've been out for two hours. <laughs> They'll call me like crying when they listen to their tape because they're just so overwhelmed with what came up for them. Uh, the other complaint I get from clients, and this is the funniest to me, they'll call me and they'll be like, Sai, um, I'm just calling because I just feel kind of fucked up. And I'm like, why? What's wrong? And they're like, I just feel really good all the time. And it just doesn't feel like myself. Like, am I dissociated? I'm like, no, you're just happy. <laughs> so and that's good. how I am right now because breathwork's kind of similar to that. It is. And I'm like going through what I'm going through with Gavin. And like, I haven't seen him since February and like all this like crazy toxic shit that's happening. And, but I'm just like, yeah, but like, I see it. I see the lessons and like, I'm weirdly just happy and like I'm able yes. to process it because I can see it all so clearly yeah. that nothing is happening by mistake. Like, you know, and you're just like, yeah, to the outside world, people are like, she's what? fucking nuts. Yes, but you're like, I can see it all unfolding. Literally. That's so <laughs> cool that you do that. I, I literally have, I've like made it over to Dolores Cannon TikTok and like my whole feed is Dolores Cannon and quantum oh. physics and healing. And so like I'm it's been just, I nerd out watching hours of videos. So it's, it's wild. It's been incredible. And it's even been incredible for me because I even get healed through the sessions. I um, bet. And I bet they're super powerful. Yeah, like I will experience healing when I go in to help these people heal themselves. So it's just been miraculous. But then it's also just been fascinating because some people, you know, the the lives they've had previously are just, you know, like wild I, I can't even explain I, it I just did a past life integration and it was so so cool it's but I'm I just think like I I tapped into two like two past lives but I know there's more and so I'm just like I gotta I gotta go deeper there's a lot more yeah I there's gotta go tons. deeper and deeper so do you do online sessions or do you have people come to you like so I do so Dolores actually doesn't want you to do any online sessions at all so but I do. So I'm sorry, Dolores, but it's 2023 and people, I was gonna you know, say, 
the, the lockdown, I'm like, uh, I, I don't like to, I love to follow people, what they're teaching. You know, I love her, so I don't want to break her rules. But even after she passed, she came through a session and said, wow, things are really different here than I thought. So I'm like, I think as we yes. move through, you know, times are changing. And so, yeah, I do online as well, but I definitely love in person. And it's funny because it's only supposed to be about four hours, but people always come here and they're like, bro, I entered a portal. Like people will stay for like eight, nine hours just trying to like understand oh, what's happened, the process. And yeah, it's beautiful. Um, and I think it's my favorite modality of healing, like I said, because the other thing is I'll put a keyword in someone so they can then go and heal themselves. Um, so if they ever have a hard time or, you know, struggle with anything. Wow. So, hello. <laughs> Somebody's here. Um, can you guys hear that? Oh, the mic. Thank God we did the mic because someone's banging on the wall here. <laughs> I can't hear it. I can't hear oh, either. good. Shout out the Yeti. Okay. Um, but yeah, I uh, I just think we it's only really have good. one microphone too. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. Two girls, one mic. I love this for y'all. Horrible. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I had to. Sorry. But yeah, they can do Coral. their own their own healing. No, you're, that was my fault, actually, that time. Um, so that, yeah, so they much. can heal themselves. So yeah, what made you want to get into that? Did you find Dolores? Like, how did you find Dolores and how did you find her teachings? My head actually, I've been really divinely guided, but I think everyone is, by the way. But I just, since childhood, I think with the level of trauma I had, maybe I've always, like, now that I'm comfortable with myself, I'm laughing because I'm like, I've always had this voice. Like, when, my mom always tells a story, but when I was three, I turned to her and, and we didn't talk about God in my house or anything really it wasn't like they weren't my mom wasn't religious my dad was mm. a hippie I had a shaman growing up but I turned to my mom and I said Gail God doesn't think you're a sensible woman <laughs> like, so I've always been like this you know oh man. Uh, but so God actually told me Dolores Cannon and I didn't know who that was and so I went and looked her up um there was I had a friend who kept talking about her but I didn't know anything. And so then I looked her up and I said, cool, she's great. I love her. She, she's dead though. Like what, what is this? Yeah, what? yeah. Like why? And I, that was the thing. I kept hearing, go to school, go to school, go to school. And I was laughing because I was like, I'm a fourth grade dropout. What am I going to? So then I was like, am I supposed to do like acupuncture or like, cause I'd already been to medium school and I couldn't do that, but I don't want to. It's sad. I don't want to, I'm here to help people get on their path, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. Like, that's all I really want to do. So go to school, go to school, go to school. And then finally, I was like, Dolores Cannon. And I'm like, yeah, she's tight. And so I looked her up. I'm like, cool. And they were like, she has a school. So I was like, oh, okay. So cool. Was that after? That was during 2020, right? That was like after the... Because I knew you were like trying. You're like, I got to figure out what this is. Because it was like, so, you know, the back room, the thing. You're like, <laughs> salt crystals. You're like, I got to take a bath. I know because <laughs> energy. Eat, you like couldn't eat certain foods. It was yes, like. I were... still can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I knew I was here for the ascension, but I was like, what does that even mean? I didn't know what anything meant. I really wanted to be a rapper at a pool party. So all of this was just so jarring for me. <laughs> 
Like they're like, so well, I was here and now I'm going here. <laughs> and I didn't want to. I was like, take me back to the streets. But I just like Amy knows. I was like, I went to Amy's wedding. <laughs> I'm kicking Tell, yeah, go ahead, tell the story. So before I go to Amy's wedding, my head tells me, you're not going to leave. Like, you're not coming home. I said, oh, where am I going? <laughs> I had no idea where I was going. So I get to Amy's wedding. She's like, when are you leaving? I'm like, well, I'm not going home. Or she said, when are you going home? I said, I'm not going home. She said, you didn't get a ticket? I said, no, I did. But my head told me I'm not going home. She said, well, then where are you going? I said, bro, I don't know. <laughs> so... So it's the night of the flight. I am acting uh, this whole thing. I was like, I made a hole in the sky. There was a lot of weird shit going on. But anyway, I get to the airport. I give him my ticket. I'm like, okay, God, I must have done something wrong because I'm definitely flying home. And I have a one-way ticket to LA. I give them everything. They check me in. I get on the plane. All of a sudden, I fell asleep. We land. I start hearing Spanish. It's given a little bit like exotic, but I'm just like, oh, I'm I'm at home. I'm in LA. We're speaking Spanish. I'm ready. I'm not thinking. <laughs> so I get off the plane and I'm like, wow, okay, I don't. Maybe I didn't get a direct flight. Maybe I fucked it up. So I go to try and find the airline. I'm looking forever. I take all these buses. I can't figure it out. And I finally get to the airline and I'm like, I'm. I need my second ticket. Y'all didn't give me a second ticket for my layover. They said, ma'am, you missed your flight. I said, that's fine. Just give me the next one. They said, no, ma'am, you missed your flight. I said, right. Give me the next one. Okay. I'll just wait. I'll wait. They said, no, ma'am, you missed your flight in Greece. How did you get to Madrid? <laughs> I said, how did I get to Madrid? What am oh I doing? Oh my gosh. In Madrid. It was crazy. So did you so stay in Madrid? Yeah, I had to. There was no way to get out of Madrid. <laughs> I learned a lot, though. But she never stuff. had a ticket to Madrid. That was the thing. Like, somehow she got a different on a flight that she wasn't actually on. Yes, nobody. And then I went to the airline that I flew on because I was like, y'all flew me here. Maybe you're responsible. They were like, ma'am, you weren't on the flight. So I was like, cool. OK, so I missed my flight in Greece, but somehow I'm in Madrid and nobody can explain it to me. This is perfect. Oh so I had to buy gosh. a whole flight back to L.A. <laughs> it's like, so, yeah, I'm dead. So I'm she didn't go home. And no, didn't you I didn't meet go some people out there. Like, wasn't there like a? They did that to me to teach me a whole different thing. And yes, I met people. I helped heal people at the airport. Like, I couldn't figure it out though. I was like, "Your boyfriend sucks. You got to break up with him." Is this why I'm here? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm here to like, tell you to end your relationship. <laughs> and she wrote to me recently. She was like, "Thank you so much for that." You know, but I didn't have boundaries at the time too, so I'm so sorry. But. Yeah, I didn't. It was a whole thing. They actually flew me there to watch a movie, which I just thought was so funny. And it was about like ascension. And so I learned more about what I was here to help do through that weird trip. But I was like, wow. Okay. Yeah. I've had quite a rodeo. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Same. Quite a rodeo. Same. Yeah, you have. <laughs> I'm so proud of us, though. <laughs> so Same. proud. Truly. Killing it. Yeah. It's been amazing. Yeah. It was like one of those things where we like met. We we're like, yeah, we're just going to be friends. It makes no sense. No, I met you at the lowest point. Not yet, but I'm, I hit my lowest point right after meeting you. And you were my friend when I literally 
was insane. <laughs> I'm so grateful for that. <laughs> like so grateful. We've had a very like intimate friendship though, like to the point where because we've had conversations that people probably will never have. Like when I did the the talk with you in the bathroom at your party, I'm like, Amy, you've changed. Meanwhile, I don't see you, you know? And then like you showing up for me when I'm like on the floor in a puddle of depression, like being like a monster, you know, it's just like beautiful to have such deep friendship on such that. a, like, you know? You took me on the best date I'll ever go on. Nobody will ever talk that date <laughs> I took her to like a rabbit museum there was like dead rabbits oh my god I remember that you're sending me pictures I'm like where the fuck are you she's like I'm taking you to the best place you're ever gonna we're in LA we go out to LA she's like I'm taking you on a date I'm like oh okay, I've gone anywhere gone that, to in no the horror, that in the horror museum and then I have the picture from when I'm 12 with the guy from New Hampshire that my mom took me on some weird shit what was his name yes, I forget. I'm crying he like I, shit on stage like what was this from New Hampshire I know I can't remember I can't we just had the weirdest friendship I swear I'm dead. Wait, I'm I remember Alan, 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 Gigi Allen. Gigi Allen. Gigi Allen. I took her to the Museum of Death. And, and the Rabbit Allen Museum. Was this, yeah. There was like a stuffed dead Gigi Allen at this museum, basically. <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh. weird because the lady, yeah, we, we got sidetracked, but the lady had all the cats everywhere. Like it was like just stuffed bunnies. Like it's like the most bunny toys, stuffed bunnies dead dead bunnies too though there was a lot but yeah we've been through i'm so grateful to you because it's funny when i think about the hardest times of my life it's not like growing up with like nudists or any of that it's like what you've walked me through the past like five years of my life (laughs) yeah Yeah. a lot of change we were not resistant to change (laughs) no i feel like not yeah since just like the last time you were here so much has changed yeah on am side like i don't know personally yours but hers holy shit you know it's funny it's like i think she went through not the same thing but the what i went through as she walked me through it is what she went through times a thousand because you know mine was just people i don't really know doing things but you know yeah it was all a piece of it. All part but of it. It's like a very strategic chess game. And when you it like, is. when you look back at it and you can like see every move that was like very intricate to like every playing piece and partner to it. If like for anyone, right? This isn't just me, because everybody that's what people need to fucking realize is that everyone has shitty shit. Like every person has trauma. Like even if you think that somebody like, that's what I've learned about how holding these breathwork sessions and like meeting these people and working in treatment for so long and like doing all this stuff that I've been doing, like even on the good side, right? Then I'm like in this whole other like affluent part where there's like everybody you think has it together because they have everything material, but they actually don't don't. because nobody has it fucking together and everybody has a shitty story. So if you can like really start to 
just take that step back and see every piece, every moving piece in your life and seeing how God has, you know, the universe, whatever you want to call it, like divinely moved pieces for you to like have these deep, valuable lessons. Yeah. And we came here to unravel. We didn't come here to to be contained this especially in this lifetime that we're in right now this is the unraveling lifetime which is why i said the racism the whole everything that's going on we everyone has to address every piece of themselves yeah you know yeah um our you know our attachment to materialism we have to address all of it like you know it's crazy to me in la how much money there is and how much homeless people we have it's like Every single piece of this whole thing needs to be looked at. So, yeah, we actually came to unravel and everybody's been a mess. <laughs> Just yeah. some people have been more vocal about it. Yeah. Or yeah. willing to you not know? stay stuck. Like I was yeah, just willing yeah. to walk away from it all because it really fucking means nothing. It's going nowhere. Like, And so many people just stay right there in their misery because it's comfortable. And that's what they're used yes. to. So they don't do the hard shit to to change or to better themselves. Completely. And there I think there is no you bag, know that- there is no car, there is no nothing that is going to fix the shit. Yeah, the insides. Yeah. It's so real. It's so real. Yes, it is. It's been such a beautiful journey though. That's why I'm just so grateful. You know, my friends visiting from out of town and he was like, so what are you, he's a, he's a wonderful young, you know, podcaster, spiritual, does like summit leaders for young people, whatever. And he was like, so Sai, like, what do you do most? He's a wonderful kid. Um, he's like, so what do you do most of the time? And I was like, well, Gabe, I sit in the cemetery pretty much at least like three times a week. And he's like, what? I'm like, yeah, it's, it's Hollywood forever. So it's like bougie and beautiful, but it has like a pond. And that's what I do. I like go and sit in nature three times a week because it's the only nature nearby in LA. Yep. The cemetery. And, the cemetery. Yes. <laughs> when I brought Chilling him with the homies. And he was like, oh, okay. So we went and he was like, wow, this is the most beautiful place in the world. I was like, I know it's really, (laughs) you know, it is really stunning, but life is so simple now. And I'm so grateful for that. That's what it's about. Simplicity. Yeah. It's really been my biggest lesson too through all of this. And like, you know, this summer, like one of my goals was to, you know, just spend more time in nature with the kids and just like stay connected to nature and New Hampshire has so much nature. So much. I know beauty. you don't have to go to the cemetery. You get no. to go yeah. into the woods and the lake and the yeah, We're very all the blessed. things, right? It's and so beautiful so, here. And I've just realized that, like the simplicity and like what is what is important. Like it's been a very valuable lesson, and you know, the little you, things. Yeah. Yeah. Like deep woman connections, and you know, yes. mom friends. Like for you know, for us and like kids and. You know, and then Kelsey yeah. and Kendra. Kelsey turned eighteen. You're wow. joking! I can't even Wild. believe that. Yeah, she's wow. baby adult. She's baby adult. Yeah. Oh, I don't just... like it. I know. No. We, we got a matching tattoo. Oh, what you get? Go close it's like up. This it's like a very basic, you know. Oh, I love it. Thank you. Yes, she got one That's like adorable. on the back of her, on like the back of her shoulder. But... I can't believe that. I know it's crazy, and Kenny and Kenny babysits for me. Like, what the fuck? 
That is so cute. Oh, I wish I was closer. Maybe up. this winter. I know. The winter is coming up. You should come up for fall. You should Fall's do some, um, some quantum healing here. Yes. I would love. Like some workshops. We could do a workshop. That would be so. We could do like a, a woman's lunch. circle. You could run our woman's circle. We could plan it. I've also been doing bio tuning, which has been amazing with forks and then sound healing as well with bowls. But the forks have been crazy. I've Gary does the forks. I use really. the forks in my private breathwork sessions. Oh, they're so incredible. The same, like I, I haven't experienced quantum, so I don't know, but that's how it is for me, like in the breathwork sessions that like I'm experiencing deep healing in myself watching everybody heal themselves because yes. it's not me i'm not breathing for them like i'm not yeah. screaming i'm not you know and it's just like holding space like space being for that them space holder and creating the container here it's yeah. like i'm an i said it i said it today like i'm in awe of what like god the universe is doing through me right like yes. it has nothing to do with me that's no. where everybody like and i just love i actually love like not having that like responsibility right because yes. i'm like no it's like through me yeah. for you but it has nothing to do with me it's actually yeah. you it's all you i am just a vessel i created a container because like that's a part of my healing and that's my special gift everybody yes. has a yeah, special gift you got yes yeah it's so real too it's we're just vessels and i think the more we clean out our own pain the more we can contain you know god's love in order to just be you know spread through yeah that's it and i think that's the thing i'm most grateful for you know if i really could sum up anything i think most of my life because i've been dealing with drug addicts and people who are deeply struggling i formed a level of codependency and shame that ate me alive you know at all times because I was never enough and I could never do enough or be enough and it wasn't enough you know mm. and so this new level of healing and unlocking has just been so profound because it has nothing to do with me at all <laughs> like yeah. we're just here you know just yeah. being like anything you know just being ourselves and that is perfect from the inside out willing yeah. to be open to it because that's the yeah. thing that yeah. people aren't willing yeah. to be open to it yeah yes people are afraid of it people are afraid of how powerful they are that's been the biggest lesson that i've learned yep people are afraid of their power yep, yep. it's that fear of success too and also taking responsibility i think that is one thing that we can all actually take some you know not pride in but like you have to take responsibility for yourself. That's the one thing that's very challenging, you know, with healing. It's like, if I want to heal, then I actually have to take it all. Then I have yeah. to own it all. Yeah. Then I have to be it all at all times. And it's no one's fault anymore. Yeah. And so I do think that, you know, that is one of the most challenging things. And it's also the liberation that we seek. Yeah. Well, so. that ties us into our last question. Ooh. Um, right? The yeah, last yeah. one. What if there's one thing out of all the ups and downs, all the peaks and valleys, all the life lessons, like everything that you've been through, if you could sum it up in a sweet little present and give it to our listeners, what would that that be? That advice. I think the most important thing that we can all do is be sweet to ourselves. That's it. So, you know, the inner child work for me, the reason my life is beautiful with or without, uh, 
happy is because every morning when I wake up, I say, good morning, baby. Si, I love you so much. What are you up to? You know, so and cute. Uh, I love and that. that. And that's it. And that's what I, you know, do with my clients is everyone has to do a, a baby them. And we just have to be sweet to ourselves, you know, and baby for day. the yeah, for baby Tay, because she's so That's wonderful. So and look how she's showing up. And she got a splitter. So she's a big professional. Hey! <laughs> you know? But for the Don't you have who... a cute little picture, too? Let's oh, I it. have a shrine for myself. I Can I take y'all? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's see it. Let's yeah. Shrine. Come on a baby side tour. <laughs> okay. Slash apartment we tour. Are going. This is a whole baby side shrine. These are all my baby photos you see her i yeah. love this so much you see her she's adorable she was a mountain climber oh. you can't really see oh, her oh i used to rock climb i love rock climbing uh that's a baby side wait there you go oh baby my god the bangs oh, killing the bangs. it with the bangs i got a baby gail that's my mom that little cute redhead right there and yeah. then I have oh, another shrine too. You can't really see it's dark over here, but I have a little baby photo in the middle of that. And that's the entrance to my home. So everybody I, just, that's what they see. When we they all have in. to, we all have to give thanks to baby Sai because she's a real cutie and she's the reason I'm here. I love um, that so much. I think the adult version of ourselves who tries to be cool and fit in and be seen really tries to kill off whoever we were before and whoever I was before was perfect. Mm. So um, that's the beginning. And for the people who think that that's like weird or woo woo, the other reason, just because I love to hit a logical too. I love a little logic. So Same. we'll do the cute yeah, thing. We love the logic yeah. too. And then let me tell you the logic. The logic is because if you're 73% water <laughs> and you ever watch the Japanese water movie where what you say to water directly yep. affects water. Then if you're not speaking sweetly to yourself at all times, you are fucking up your whole plot and it's all on you. Now, all on you. It is all on you. People will say, well, I wasn't loved as a child. I'll say, me neither. What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, <laughs> we get to choose. So for me, the most profound thing I've ever done is be sweet to me at all times, especially when I make mistakes. And boy, have I made some really interesting decisions throughout my life. But that is what we're here to do. <laughs> you know, I've made some real, I'm like, wow, okay. Love like you so much. Bit challenging, but okay, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to just ride with you because I have to. <laughs> not sure about it fucking do writing you yes fuck it up fuck it up fuck it up well that's the other thing is the only you know it's funny how much we like cater to other people liking us or any of this stuff like getting somewhere and something the only person i'm going to spend my entire life with is me why yeah. do i give a fuck what you think it's crazy and yeah. i'm just saying for me i cared so much about saving and codependent you know it was like so much for me to care what everyone thought except me but i'm like bro i'm gonna live and die with me that's it so that's the one thing i think is more important than anything else because we're gonna make mistakes we're gonna make questionable decisions we're gonna do things wrong quote end quote but if we can love ourselves and speak sweetly even if we don't believe it the water changes so mm, yes i love that so much it's been yeah. a big change for me that and like 
at night too, like talking sweetly about myself at night and not going to yes. bed, like worrying like about worries. the like fucking. Oh, and at night, you know what's so cool? I've been learning so much from my head. So one little tidbit at night. First of all, I write, I am whatever. I am so grateful to have such a wonderfully abundant life or whatever. Mm. But before bed, I also imagine where like I want my life to be because that's where you create the alternate reality that you then pull into your existence. So yes. I don't look at my Dream phone. space. People think yep. that it's like it, but it's like, that's what the last thing you think about before you go to bed is what your energy is creating using all night long, like yep. all day long, you're doing all these things, but this is eight hours, six hours, however long you're sleeping, that circulating yep. energy is whatever the last thing you thought about. Yep. So that's the most powerful time, actually. That's why I'm sweet in the I morning. I have some crazy fucking dreams, though. And when I wake up, I'm like, is this hey, shit man. really my alternate reality? Because, I mean, I had a spicy dream about MGK the other night. And I woke up and hey. I was like, damn, do I need to tell my hubby? Like, this was crazy. <laughs> you were like, hi. Hey, boo. No, we're but together. No, no, seriously, like wild shit. Like some crazy ass shit. Just so vivid, too. And so real. The type of dreams where you wake up and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I have those every night. You know, last every night, night I had a dream in another language. I looked it up today. I forgot what it said. Uh, Dave Chan or something like this. And it meant divine will keep on blessing you. Divine God will keep on blessing you. It was like Unreal. Yiddish. I was like, bro, what? <laughs> I speak Yiddish or Hebrew or whatever. It was crazy. So, so that subconscious being consciousing. That's mm-hmm. everyone's like this woman I did this past life integration with. She said like, yeah, your past lives will come through your dreams too. So yes. like, even if, it, if like, so like say I had a spicy dream about MGK, MGK could represent someone from a past life, not necessarily him, but like or that could might, be him, girl. or it could be him. I, I mean, mean, I mean, uh, I dreamt about the war with Crimea uh, like 10 years ago for nine months straight. It was crazy. I was like Russia, this whole thing. There was an underground base. So hopefully they don't kill me for saying that, but it, I journaled about it all. And so when this actually happened in real life, I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Like, holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. The Ukraine. The messages just keep coming, baby. Yeah. We're That's... multidimensional. Yeah. I believe that. And well, more powerful than we've ever been taught or told to believe because they don't want us to be. Yeah. Yep. 100%. And that's what's exciting about the future, although it will be challenging for people on certain levels. It'll also just be the best time we've ever had for a lot of us, or maybe not for a lot. I don't know what the <laughs> we'll see how everyone. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm just excited for like our kids' generation. Yes, because like we're breaking these these generational curses and these trauma bonds, and that's just fucking epic. And now our kids are gonna continue to just trickle, 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 trickle down. And I mean, I'm honestly, personally, the past couple of months, I'd say the past two, three months, like I've been, I had that internal shift of, I literally do not give a fuck what one single person in this world, other than me yeah, and my children and like my people think about me. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, I, I do. Like that is such a fucking superpower in itself it and the yep. freedom that I've experienced and the joy that I've experienced and like just zero tolerance for bullshit, like boundaries, like a fucking motherfucker, like cool. Like you're not acting like that. Like 
I'm not, it doesn't make me feel good. You're not in my life yeah. anymore. And yeah. I don't care. Yes. Like I'm not yes. fighting to keep people in my life anymore. Like yeah. people want to move a certain way, move a certain way, but like, you're not moving that way with me in your life and I'm done. And like, there's zero attachment and it could, people want to call it dissociative, like whatever, like, no, like I'm done boundaries. Yeah. yeah. I don't give a fuck because nothing happy. matters. None Doesn't of this matter. shit matters. Doesn't matter. You know? No. And we're all just trying to cheat each other, right? So, whatever I do for me, although I might get backlash from whatever, that would just be someone who doesn't know how to do that for themselves. And because when people set boundaries with me when I didn't have any, I thought, wow, what a bitch. But <laughs> now I'm like, God, she was so, I wish I took that in, you know? I wish yeah. I got it. Yeah. You know? Because we're all yeah. just mirrors. So, I love yeah. that. We are just oh. mirrors. And aims the queen mm -hmm. of setting boundaries, and I'm trying to get like this bitch right here. I mean, me too. I'm still. I I don't care, oh, but I'm I haven't been outside. So, like, I don't care what people think, but no one's thinking about me. So we'll see how I feel later. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you know, you know my story. I've got a lot of people that care. Think they <laughs> got something to say about me. <laughs> oh, weird. I do too. I do too. Weird. I just love them all. Gosh. Yeah. <laughs> nobody you know what I do know though is nobody's had more to say about me than me because the level of shame that I came from is so horrific to me that's why honestly I, I was glad when people finally like bullied me and stuff because I was like you know what I have been bullying the shit out of me my entire life and I actually am a sweet treat bitch so back yeah. up yep as bad as you could say i am i've actually been real sweet to y'all hoes so just get out of my way i've been really a monster to me dog yes. so i'm done with that you it's know it's that thing where it's like you can't cancel some i've already canceled myself oh and that's why i love the song i put out because i was so happy it finally i'm just like oh, yeah I'm let's talk about the song that's the other thing canceled. we're gonna link the song it's good I'm fully canceled though. I'm out we'll here. Add it to the, we'll add it to the description. Like, you know how you can add songs on Instagram now? Is it on mm -hmm. Insta? Will I be able to add Yes. It? Yeah. Here. Is it on Insta? Yeah, it's on Insta. It didn't, it's just where, it's, it's just existing. We'll I didn't, it. I didn't promo it or anything, but I was just happy because I kind of reclaimed myself because I spent a long time getting bullied. And I, I do think that. I got bullied just so I could love me. So that was it. Because I was too wound up with everything everyone thought yeah so shout out to my bullies love y'all haters truly i do i love them so much i'm so yeah. grateful very but, grateful and i'm so grateful for you i love you so much i'm so grateful you. for y'all can't so wait to watch Thank the next episode us. the splitters <laughs> yes <laughs> our next zoom with the splitters i don't know yeah. though. this is kind of a vibe no <laughs> I, I think it's adorable to be honest i think it's really cute <laughs> we'll get there baby steps hey yes. we just started this you know sacred communities coming we got all kinds of exciting news Cyrus coming out we're gonna do we're already <gasps> putting it out there she's yes gonna come do some quantum healing and oh, breath wait. work we'll like mix it up do some things together sound love yeah, imagine you run breathwork and she does the quantum healing inside oh. of it. So like she retrains the subconscious. We can. Epic, That'd epic be so collabs. Tight. Yeah, we're going to do it. Big things coming, baby. Wait. This winter. <laughs> this winter coming at you. Cyra only comes only in the winter. Only when it snows. And she will bring the leopard snowsuit. Yes, I will. <laughs> in fashion, you know. Old habits die hard. Fashion. All right, we will close the same way we started with a big collective deep breath. So one hand on the heart, one hand on the belly. 
Let it all out. And then big inhale, lift up, rise up, fill up. Slow exhale, let that shit go. Okay. We love you, baby Sai. Love y'all so much. Thank you so much. So good. Mm -hmm. Thank Mwah, you. Love you. Beautiful. I hope you have the best night ever. Thank you, you. Too. love you. Bye. Bye. Love you. Mm -hmm. Thanks so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule to listen to what we have to say. It means the world. As always, we want to end this episode by reminding you that we are not medical professionals and we are not giving any type of medical advice. We are simply sharing our experience and solutions. We are here with the intentions of reminding you that you are never alone and that everyone's healing journey is unique to the individual. Make sure to follow us on all social media platforms to stay updated. Stay well, sacred rebels. See you next time.